You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Ain't No Seeds. All right, folks, what's good? Another episode of ANOC's podcast, and we're here. The week has arrived. Kansas versus Kansas State. It's 6 p.m. It's prime time at the booth, and it's a football game that actually matters in this rivalry. It's a, it's We've been waiting for it for a while, A.B., B-turn. We, we want the win bad. Now, I will say... The vibes, I didn't expect them to be this low heading into this game, but with what just transpired this weekend against Texas Tech, Jason Bean's injury, I don't know where to stand on confidence in this game against K-State. We'll talk more about that here in a bit, Um, but we got to talk Texas Tech. B-turn, I want to start with you because just prior to recording, I could tell this game has been just haunting you. It it drove you. It drives you to this day crazy. Um, so I'm going to open it up. Give me your give me your takeaway from that Texas Tech loss, and uh, yeah, just just let it fly. Yeah, I I always talk about like the difference between the mentality of the fan base between winning a tight one and losing a tight one. Like if we win that game, we're probably talking ourselves into being playing on Saturday and having a chance to beat K State. Now we're kind of thinking. Maybe the worst, like Ballard's going to start and we have no chance to beat K-State. And this was kind of the year where you're like, we got to beat him because it's in Lawrence. Next year, you obviously got to go to Manhattan. Um, and the implications aren't very high. Obviously, you want to you want to beat them no matter what. Um, but this takes Big 12 title out of the, out of the scenario. But you can still kind of get the 10-win season where you went out, you're at nine, and then you win the bowl game, you win 10. So still plenty to play for and bragging rights as always. We haven't beat them since 2008. But yeah, the Tech game, just felt like we we should have scored more than 13 points. You have the ball inside the 30, and you've run a kind of a design run with Jason Bean, who had just gotten hurt. I'm not, I still not sure why he came in the game. I, I don't know. Um, and then you get it, you go 90, 98 yards, you get it at the one yard line, don't score any points, and then kind of late in the game, you kick a field goal, a touchdown. We probably win because um, Tech would have needed a touchdown to beat us, but. Yeah, my, my, I mean, my heart sank to the floor when that receiver caught that ball deep on the sideline. Like, I thought OT for sure. Um, I thought Brian Borland was great all game. The defense was really good. And Tech could have scored more points too. So they left some points out there. But, man, it just it felt like you just score a touchdown on one of those drives or score more than six points, three points, whatever they did. Um, they should have put this game away. But they didn't. And... But you can also look at it as the staff is so good that they competed in a game against a really talented team. Tech's better than people think um, with a preferred walk-on freshman. So you can look at it that way also. Yeah. Uh, A.B., anything to add on to that before we – I do want to talk about just kind of the final two, I guess, 40 seconds of that game. But uh, anything else to add in just the bigger picture when it comes to that game? Um, yeah, I think I was a little more disappointed than, I mean, we were talking before, obviously when Cole Ballard comes in, not expecting that and things can kind of go haywire. But even with that, 
Their game just hurts, man. I mean, you go to the red zone three times, and we just talked about it. three 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 trips to the red zone to get six points. Like that's just not supposed to happen. And it's I know it's most of these stats are with Jalen and Jason Bean, but I feel like the last two years we've just been money in the red zone, and to see like they just couldn't figure it out. It's very frustrating. Um, that loss hurt. It kind of took a lot of air out of the tires for me in terms of the season, which sucks because again, you can look at it like you guys said. Third string quarterback, true freshman, what can you really expect? But it's also like you still had the game tied. You probably had a chance to win the game uh, with under a minute to go. And you just, you kind of let it slip away. And it was just a, it, the thing that made me the most upset, I would have just rather lost 16 to three or something. Like the fact when they came all the way back and then it's just like. That's exactly what I said walking out. Like, if Cole Ballard comes in and we just can't get points and we struggle and we lose 13-6, it's like you're mad about the situation, which we are. You're mad that you're playing a third-string quarterback. It sucks. It sucks for Jalen. It sucks for Bean. It sucks for fans. It sucks for Kotelnicki. It mm-hmm. sucks for Cole Ballard. Um, but then to go away being not only mad about that situation, but also mad at the fact that Cole Ballard came in and – did as much as I mean he's third string quarterback like he's a freshman you can't expect him to come in and put a bunch of points on the board now do you wish we can find a way to get the ball in from the one yard line after going 98 yards to two yard line yes but it just sucks to see him have that you know he did he made some plays he he kept us in that game and Neil obviously did what Devin Neal does but like to leave that game being really upset that you think Bean might be out too, but also just to know that you still could have won the game was was just brutal. Um, and so I the thing that has kept me up at night, and I tweeted about it after the game, but it's like I think there's, what, 45 seconds on the clock, and we are inside the 10-yard line. We're on the 7, I believe. And at this point, I don't know about you guys, but like us losing the football game was not even a scenario in my mind. And with simple clock management, I don't think losing the football game in the in regulation should be possible at that point. But we call the timeout after first down, which I don't know. I'm I'm gonna give the I guess is the argument to calling that timeout that you really want to take time and and figure out your next moves and make sure you call something good. I don't know. But like, Um, even if you're going to do that, why do it right away? Like at least let 20 seconds run off the clock or something. Like I honestly thought tech called timeout when they times I was like, Oh, well you're all like, yeah, tech's going to call a timeout. And then we see us doing it. And we were all just like, we called the timeout. Like it was shocking. And then they wouldn't have, like, they, they wouldn't have called a timeout there. KU kind of go up to the line of scrimmage acting like they're hurrying, whatever, while the clock's sticking, getting shotgun, and then let some time come off. Like, Tech had no reason to call a timeout, especially with a freshman QB back there, make him kind of scramble around a little bit um, and see if he can come through. So, yeah, Tech, there's no way Tech would have called a timeout, but once we call it, and then the next play, we run another play, they're definitely going to call it because they're trying to get the ball back, and KU is looking like they might be kicking a field goal. I mean, you're at the four-yard line, so... Lance, yeah, he had no reason to call a timeout there because there's there's no reason to rush. Like, worst case, you're getting three there. 
Um, and if you do get in the end zone, you want to get in as late as possible or, yeah, kick the field goal as late as possible. So it made no sense. Um, I, I'll never understand it. And the, the running back pass on third and goal from the four, it looks really bad right now. I guess I, I kept wondering if they might do that. Honestly, I mean, they've been running the wildcat for weeks. I, was, I, I knew it was coming at some point where Devin was going to throw it or something crazy was coming out of that wildcat. They picked pretty bad time um, to do it. But yeah, there's no reason that, and like Brian said, and I was going to say that, is there's not one thought in my mind that K, KU can actually lose this game in regulation. It's either you're tying it or you're taking the lead to go up four and Tech's going to have to throw maybe a Hail Mary. Like if we scored with 40 seconds right out of that timeout, Tech maybe gets to midfield, throws a Hail Mary. But the fact that they had plenty of time left, um, wasn't even sure if they were going to go try to get three, really. I, I thought maybe go into overtime, um, you're going into the wind, and yeah, that bomb on the sideline just hurt. And it's just, just three I, quick, easy plays, and I yeah, I just – The that more we ball- – oh. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just the more we think about talk about this, it's it's crazy that we allowed that to happen. I mean, you run that scenario ten times. I bet we lose that game in regulation once. Because if you do call that timeout, you then to me have to we ran it on second, but you then you gotta run it again on third to force them to use another timeout, I feel like. And I know our point is we're trying to win the game. We're trying to win the game. We're trying to win the game. But, like, are we that sure that throwing the ball there is the best option? I mean, we have Devin. Like, are we sure we don't just you don't just give that ball to Devin Neal and hope he goes and makes play? I don't know. It's so easy to say in hindsight. The other thing is if Devin Neal completes that pass to Jerry Casey, we are sitting here praising Andy Kotelnicki. Like, it was the Nick ballsiest, coolest play ever. But that's the risk of run when you run stuff like that. Right when he threw it, I thought it was going to get picked. So at the point, I kind of felt relieved. Um, it was it was terrifying. I Yeah, like A.B. said, we had that many trips into the red zone. And then the bean at the third yard, three-yard line, we took a shot deep. And then, yeah, he, he ran it. So can't believe they only scored 13 points even with the freshman QB, and then we talked about it before the episode, how we would have felt going into OT. I would not have felt great, but the defense was unreal there in the second half. I mean, Taj Brooks went pretty nuts in the first quarter, had over 100-plus in the first half, and then they didn't do they didn't do much at all. They stopped them every key point until that last final drive. So even – I mean, you start at the 25, you would expect KU at least gets three there. Maybe they punch one in. I mean, Devin broke one on, like, second and 20 or third and 20 for a touchdown so you just never know with that backfield but i got to take your chances in ot at that time and tech should not have had that many seconds left on the clock yeah it it's brutal Uh um and i don't really want to spend much more time talking about that game in particular um ab any other thoughts on it uh I mean, I know we've mentioned the defense a couple times, but I was looking through the drive chart. Texas Tech did then did not have a single drive that resulted in more than 50 yards until that last drive, which kind of hurts. Um, but I don't know. Again, that we maybe the defense builds on that because if we're going to beat K-State, it's probably going to have to lean on the defense a little bit. Yeah. All right. So let's, uh, let's talk home field, and then we're going to talk K-State. But, yeah, home field apparel, folks, we talk about them every single week. We love them. 
They've got the best designs you can find out there. Um, KU related. They've got circus font. They've got the script Jayhawk. They've got football, Orange Bowl gear. Even if you're a K-State fan maybe listening to this episode, your guys' stuff that they make is absolutely phenomenal. Missouri's stuff that they make is phenomenal. Uh, Homefield doesn't miss. They they are more tuned in with what fans want than any other brand out there, um, and and we love them. So go get a hoodie for this weekend. Go get it. They're one of their new bomber jackets. Uh, wear that to the booth on Saturday. Weather's looking solid. Um, but yeah, shout out homefieldapparel.com. Go give them a look. We we appreciate their support. Uh, quick break, and we'll be back to talk KUK State. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Okay. So, AB, you said it. I said it. B-Turn said it. Vibes are not what we predicted them to be heading into this week. You know, heading in 8-2 and two with a healthy bean 
is very different than heading in seven and three with some uncertainty at quarterback. Now, good news came out today. Now it's Lance Leipold talking injuries, which is not the most reliable source at all. But he said he's optimistic about Jalen or uh, Jason Bean playing on Saturday. And I'll tell you, I will say here's how my like brain, my heart has gone since that game. You lose to Tech, you feel like the world's ending, and you feel like you're going to get stomped by K-State. The line comes out, it's K-State minus eight. You think Cole Ballard's starting, and it feels like this game has lost all the interest. But I read the news that being, they're optimistic. Who knows how true that is, but I'm going to pretend it is. I'm sitting back here right here thinking, okay, we're still 7-3. and three. We are still before this Texas Tech loss where we didn't have Bean for the entire second half and we could should have still won the game. We're still a freaking good football team with a lot of guys that are really talented playing their last game in the booth. And we just were due. And I'm not saying we're gonna win for sure, but I'm I'm not willing to just act like this loss is gonna turn us into a team that's gonna get pumped by K-State on Saturday. I feel good about this game being competitive. I'm I don't I'm gonna leave it there. B turn, I'll start with you. Where are you at mindset wise? Are you melting down? Are you getting more positive as time goes by like me? Yeah, I mean, I just I think I was melting down because we lost, and then you think JD's not probably he's probably not playing the rest of the year, and then Bean getting through concussion protocol, whatever it is, I feel like that's tricky, and I don't know much about it, so I kind of just assumed Ballard would be in there. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go into this game expecting Bean to be the starter, um, especially just to get my hopes up and get me fired up for the matchup. I mean, why not? It's been 15 years since we beat him. Bean is a legend to me already. He's gotten us to bowl eligible two years in a row. And he could end a 15-year drought of beating them. And I think I think we can get their secondary a little bit. Um, and our defense has improved throughout the throughout the season. So maybe we can slow their run game down, um, rushing attack down or whatever. So I'm I just want to compete. That would be that'd be awesome. It's been a little bit. I know Manhattan. There was that ugly game a couple of years ago where we broke that run late, had the hold. But that's about that's about it as of late against. We had two yeah. game-winning touchdowns on back-to-back plays, and they both got called back. Disgusting. People talk about the speed travel a whole lot. Mm, he talks about do. the hold that cost the Kansas football Jayhawks, and David Beatty deserved that game. He did, um, Ryan. He did, but narratives and all. Yeah, but okay, A.B., this is like, to me, this is what Anthony Backs lives for. It's KUK State football. You've tweeted things that, I mean... You've made ridiculous predictions for this game. You love it. But I'm going to be honest. Your vibes prior were killing me a little bit. Now, that was like two hours ago when we were discussing this. I don't know. Why? Are, how are you feeling about this game? Can Are we going to get Anthony backs excited about KU potentially winning this game? It doesn't have to be right now, but by Friday, can we get you there? I'm sure I'll get to a point this week where I talk myself into it, but... I, I'm probably doing it more for my own mental health here, but I'm not going to try and talk myself into KU winning this game. I said I've said it a million times this year, a million times in years before. I'm not going to predict KU to win this game until I see it happen. Um, and it just well, I'm saying once once I said they were going to win by three scores and they lost by ten scores, um, 
that's when I said I'm done picking KU to win this game until <clears throat> until I see it. Going into last week, I thought this was the year. I didn't say it out loud, but I, I was like, this is this is the one. This is they have to do it this year. Now it's like again question marks at quarterback. Slight chance Ballard plays, maybe a decent chance Ballard plays. I don't know. We'll find out. But it's just like, I don't know, all the air got sucked out with the way that loss went down Saturday, for me at least. And as the week goes on, I'll see tweets, I'll get fired up, I'll hate them as much as I normally do. Right now, I'm more like sad and I'm almost seeing the future as this. We're going to look back at this year as a missed opportunity at a chance to A, beat K-State, but B, compete for a conference championship. Because if you look at the conference standings right now, I just noticed this five minutes ago. We went from having a chance to go play in Arlington if we win last week. Right now, we're bottom half of the Big 12. And that's like insane to say out loud after the season we've had or thought we were having. It's, I mean, we should be five. Like To me, we should be at least five and two in the league. Like Give me one of the Oklahoma State or Tech games. And A.B. talked about it before the year. I just want to see a full year of us being healthy. And we obviously didn't get that. Um, but it's... Like Bean, you got to give him credit. He's been he's been a stud, um, but there's no game that he's won that I feel like JD couldn't have. And I feel like if JD played against Oklahoma State and Texas Tech, I feel like we at least win one of those, right? Like, give me a full season of Jalen Daniels or even Bean at this point. Like Bean would have won that game on Saturday, no question in my mind. So it's just tough, man. Like we talked about that being healthy, and we thought before the year we could compete with all these teams in the league because we did it last year for the most part but yeah you it's tough without qb play um and yeah not not staying healthy it's just it's kind of frustrating okay so my god this is depressing boys but explain what, what do you expect ryan no no no, 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 no 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 tell me what you expect no. tell me what the you expect. season i agree the pressing side of the season is absolutely sickening when you think about it right it's like it's Joel Embiid back injury. It's Udoka wrist injury. We're always going to talk about what happens if Jalen Daniels does not get hurt. That's a fact. This sucks. This team was robbed of what could have been a special season. I'm in full agreement in that. But what I'm struggling to get to is, is how... I, and, and by the way, let me say this. If Jason Bean plays, if Cole Ballard plays, all bets are off. We're going to lose by a lot. Okay, we're going to lose by double... <laughs> That I'm just going to say that. No offense, Cole Ballard. That's going to happen. But to me, I'm not so sold that losing to Tech in which we didn't have Bean for half the game. Like, why? If Prior to the Tech game, would you have been showing up here thinking that we can't win this K-State game? No, With but Bean I, quarterback. Right, I guess. But, like, are we just going to assume Bean's 100% and ready to go to play a full 60 minutes of football and play with the same confidence he had going into it before he got hurt? Is he still going to feel good to tuck and run and not get smoked and hurt both the knee and the head? Like, who knows? Like, even if he does play, I'm not confident we're going to get the same Bean we got against Oklahoma or Iowa State or Oklahoma State even. The parts of those Oklahoma games. Oklahoma was not good. Right, but there were parts of those games where you're like, okay, this guy knows I mean, I know he had those two bad picks, and maybe he should have even had a chance to go down and win the game in the last drive against Oklahoma, but he still went 75 yards against Oklahoma to win a game. Like, Yeah, I yeah, I guess if, if, if you feel like even if we get Bean back that it's just not even going to be close to the same Bean, then yeah, you're, you're probably right. But to me, I'm just looking at it from a this team 
outside of this tech game where it was one just really bad performance, but two a pretty fluky circumstance where you're down to a third string quarterback, this team outside of that has proved that they can compete with really freaking anybody and certainly K-State and AB I know you agree like K-State has not beat anybody and that's not to say that they need to like people can beat us without having beat other good teams but like I don't know I guess I just don't feel like if Bean is healthy that what happened against Texas Tech is changing how I felt going into this game which prior to Texas Tech game I felt like this could be a game that comes down to a final possession in the fourth quarter. Like, I still feel good about that if Bean plays. Yeah, I mean, if Bean starts at QB, I, I will feel confident about it being a competitive game. And our producer, Nick, I mean, he keeps saying that we can win with Ballard. And you got to think of it as the staff, if they know Ballard is starting, you have a week um, to prepare for him as the starter. You scheme up easy throws. I mean, the Texas game, that was that game almost just doesn't even count. I hate saying that, but you didn't even know your starting QB literally got hurt the morning of the game. Um, so if if they have a week of Ballard, who knows? I know it's going to be so tough, but maybe we can implement something to make easy runs and maybe Devin Neal has a legacy game or Highshaw does too. I don't know. Maybe we stack the box and stuff the run and Will Howard plays like he played at Oklahoma State. I don't like he's a good quarterback. I think K State's really good, but it's just it's college football. Who knows? Some things bounces can go our way. Maybe we deserve some bounces right now. I'm um, after two the two tough losses we've had. So yeah, I I just trust the coaching staff no matter what. I'm not saying if Ballard's starting, we're gonna win, but I I just don't I don't know. You never know. So uh okay. Now we we got to spend a couple minutes on this, but like, if Cole Ballard starts this game and we somehow do win, what what does Twitter look like come Saturday night, Sunday morning? I I think it would be would it be a top? I think it would be a top one, top one, top two, top three KU Twitter performance that you would ever see. It would yeah. be so funny. To get all this time and Cole Ballard shows up and leads you to the win over K State. Uh, AB, can you at least give me, I don't know, give me some reasons why we can go win this game? It can be about KU, it can be about K State, but I know you, you've got thoughts or two thoughts or do. That helps. Defense looks pretty good. Uh, so, honestly, though, case I don't think I don't know that K State's defense is that good. If we're being completely frank here, uh, especially their secondary. Um, problem is we gotta have someone that can exploit that. Um, and hopefully that's in the game plan. Obviously, at all. Uh, one thing I will say, I don't think it's out of the question at least for the first half. Um, was Cuddle Nicky holding stuff back? Even with being in the game, it was like, run up the middle, run up the middle again. Oh, let's try it's it again. Insane. There was like, I'm first and 10, run up the middle, second and nine, run up the middle. And then it's third and eight, and it's like, you could have fucking Pat Mahomes and you don't feel confident. Like, it was, I will say this. I heard there were people around us being like, I think Kotelnicki's holding stuff back. For what? You got right. us too laid out. If we win that game, 
We have a shot to go to Arlington. What are you holding back? I pray to God that is not what was happening. And I, I hope not either. Was. But then was. there has to be an explanation, no? I think it was more of like, we're going to run, run, run with Neil and Highshaw, and then maybe that opens something up for the second. Like, I feel like it was all part of like a bigger scheme that then got thrown off because Bean got hurt. I don't know. But I don't know. It's not It's not like Bill Self in November not running his best stuff. This was the time to run your stuff, I feel like. It was, it was a three-point spread. This wasn't a game that we were just going to walk over Texas Tech. So I don't think that I'm going to give Kotelniki the benefit of the doubt and say that he wasn't doing that. But it was weird. It was first down run, second down run, pass. It was awful. It was just like, I, I haven't had, it was almost, this is going to sound harsh, but especially the first half, it was almost like watching a KU offense from a David Beatty, David Beatty era, or Les Miles era. I guess got pretty fun there with Dearman for a three-game stretch, but like... Les King. I, <laughs> yeah. God um, but yeah, I, I was, it was very frustrating because, I mean, I don't know, you're not setting your guys up to succeed if it's third and long every time, and I felt like we had a lot of those, especially early on. Um. Yeah, I don't really know what else to go for. I'm kind of peeking over the Broncos are about to try and kick a game-winning field goal against Buffalo. Wow. I think I'm going to win our pick them this week if the Bills win, so that would be nice if you missed. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Kate, I, the vibes are low, and I I just you've, – you've tweeted about it, A.B. K-State, they've blown out a lot of really – mediocre and bad teams they've looked wildly impressive in those games but they lose to Missouri who Missouri's kind of a wagon um but they lose to Texas who was playing a backup quarterback who was not very good uh-uh. and and they lose to Oklahoma State just like we did but they did it with their starting quarterback so I don't know I'm just like I'm I agree that this KUT is brutal that we just lost. It's an awful spot to be in. But I'm just not sold that K-State's going to show up and just be the far, far better team if we do find a way to get being healthy and ready for this game on Saturday. But I mean, uh, off like off the top of your head or even just looking at their schedule, you can't really pick a best win for K-State. Like. I, I truly don't know what their best or most impressive win of the year is. I they beat like Houston, TCU, um Baylor. I guess help help yeah, Baylor. They, they beat Tech in London. That, UCF. That's solid. Yeah. I so yeah, they don't really have like an a, a win that like blows you away. That's not taking anything away from them. That like you play who you play, they're they've been good for a while now. They're well coached, but they, I mean, they don't have a crazy big win. They, the teams they've played that are really good, Mizzou and Texas, they've, they've lost to. Um, and once, once again, I'm not saying they're bad, but they, they haven't really been battle tested or they haven't beat. What's going on in this Bills game? A Russian field goal unit on. Um, there's flags. They, oh, no. they missed the field goal, but there's flags. We're distracted, uh, boys. <laughs> Oh, it's on Buffalo. You hate to see it. You really do hate it. He missed it. He missed missed it. There, he's going to kick it again. He's going to be able to Um, kick it again. Yeah. So you're going to be listening to this in three days. They don't have a crazy good win, and it's Will Howard's a really good quarterback. So 
this is this game plan. I mean, it could be tough, but I feel like you have to stack a box against them with how good they are up front. Like they're going to try to implement the run with DJ Giddens, Treshawn Ward, and you got to just trust our secondary, which has been pretty solid lately. Um, see if Will Howard can beat over the top. Phillip Brooks, Ben Sennett, they're really good. They're really good at stopping the run, which is what we kind of want to implement. So it's a tough matchup, but you got to see if you got to stack the box and see if he can beat you. And if Bean plays, I feel I feel fine. Um, so, and I was going to ask you guys, like, when's the last time you guys were disappointed in the defense? Like, I, I really can't think. Yeah. Oklahoma State late, but Ollie Gordon was on a crazy tear. Texas, they gave up thousands of yards. Um, but the defense I feel like has been really good. Yeah, it has been. And I felt really bad for them Saturday because they kept us in that game for so long. And then to have it go out like that was awful. But I, I was just, impressed by it, though. Like, if you think back to last year, for example, the two things I feel like that really shredded KU's defense was good running attacks and teams that play high tempo. And that's tech to a T. Like, Bro- was it Brooks? Taj Brooks, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, all, all week, all we heard about how good he was. And he was, especially in the first quarter, he got whatever he wanted. Yeah. But the two things that really, really killed them last year didn't really seem to have much of an effect. Like they seemed they managed it really well uh, Saturday. But yeah, yeah. I mean, defense has been huge, and like that's the thing. I just keep going back to is this team has been really freaking good this year. They're stacked with guys like Kenny Logan, Kobe Bryant, who struggled a little Not bit. A team, Not but uh, Kenny Logan, Kobe Bryant, Austin Booker, guys we've been talking about are having awesome seasons. And I just refuse. I think if there's a way to spin this, you get the these guys are now refocused. Lance is on them. I mean, on their asses. Koto Nikki is going to come out and do the magic of you know he's going to be in his bag, so to say. I think we. That's my spin. Is like did this game almost wake us up a little bit? And. Is there any way, probably not, but is there any way that the fact that, oh, you're hearing about Cole Ballard, you're hearing about eight-point spread, eight-point favorites, is K-State kind of going from three weeks ago, K-State's like, we got to win this game. We cannot lose to KU. It's an actual possibility this year. To now, is there a chance they're kind of like, okay, we're fine. We're not losing to KU. And then, boom, Jason Bean comes out healthy. We drop 20 points on you in the first half, 21 I don't know. I'm just trying to spend things positive, and I could see that happening. I think it's kind of like shifted from had we beat Texas Tech, we would be on here being like, and Bean's healthy, we'd be like, we're going to win this game. We're better than them. We have better wins. We have better record. We're the better team. We lose the Tech game by, as we've mentioned, a insanely fluky finish, just poor game management, and a third-string quarterback playing. And now it's like we have no shot. I don't know. I'm just I'm not yeah. sold on it. I got a feeling that we are going to be in this game till the very end and could maybe win if Jason Yeah. Bean. Disclaimer if Jason Bean plays. I'm just I'm I'm going into it with like zero hope. Like I'm not getting my hopes up or anything. I just I want to show up to the booth, be around the homies, good vibes, and hopefully they compete. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell myself winning this game because been too long i get my hopes up 2019 scarred me last year i thought we could go in and compete and we'd muff the punt at the five yard line to start the game so everything just went 
against us. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm not going to get my hopes up, but it wouldn't shock me if it's tight or we win. So I, I don't know if you guys agree with that. I'm just so tired of getting fired up about beating them. And then yeah, I, bad perform. Like we always play bad in this game. I don't want, I'm not saying everyone needs to have their hopes up for a win. I just don't think it should be something where we've got our hopes down and we're like, Oh, we're going to get blown out. I just, I think this team has proven more than that to think that's the case, but I don't know that that's where I'm at. My heart, my heart wants me to pick KU, but like, I'm not saying pick KU. I'm saying to like, my, my heart wants me to say KU can compete. I honestly, I don't want to be the negative Nancy here. I don't know if this game's going to be close and I'm horrified. But I'm sorry. Like I've seen it too many times. I've seen it year after year after year okay. after year after year. This we're going years prior. Let's talk this but season. These two teams. The QB situation has to make have that thought come through your head. I feel well, like. yeah. Disclaimer: If Jason Bean plays, if, but I think that's why I'm struggling to even get excited about the possibility of Jason Bean playing and the game potentially being close. It's like we're like three levels away from even getting to the game at that point. Like it's. I don't know, dude. I This game has scarred me for years and years and years, and there's nothing I want more than for KU football to finally beat K-State, and it would be an awesome year to do it, and the day it happens is going to be a top-five day and KU sports Twitter-like moments. We should have got it. But at the end of the day, like... I don't know. I mean, how salty are we going to be, though? I feel like like Saturday rolls around and it gets announced that Ballard's the starter like an hour before, like a couple hours before kick, like... Er- What's your mood going to be like? Like, is there any excitement for the game, or are you just like, yeah, we, we're losing again? I think it in a weird way shifts to like a almost like a fun, free feeling where it's like, whatever. I mean, you lose with Ballard, you lose, like, duh, you lose, or you compete with Ballard and it's the most fun football game you've ever watched up until the time you lose. Or you find a way to win, and like we said, it's an all-time <laughs> in Kansas football history. Kansas Twitter, KUK State, with the most insufferable... By the way, KUK State Twitter is the most insufferable rivalry Twitter I've ever seen. I just want to get that out there. Um, it's awful on both sides. But, uh, yeah. I, I want to kind of say this, and I... I could never imagine myself caring about a Kansas State athlete transferring or leaving a school or whatever's going on or an injury more than they do about Jalen Daniels. Like it is literally insane actively like searching his name and trying to get info if he's transferring so you can dunk on KU. Like if Kate, like if Avery Johnson, for example, transferred from K State, like I wouldn't actively be on social media like, haha, you guys lost this talented QB. Like all that, like, first of all, like JD leaving the league is JD leaving KU is like bad for the league. Like, you want talent in the league. I know it's a rivalry, but there's no way I would be this invested about a Kansas State athlete the way they're going about it with Jalen Daniels. I don't know if you guys agree, but it's like every day for like a couple weeks now, like them just wanting to be right about Jalen transferring um, from Kansas. And I just, I part of me feels really bad for Jalen right now because. There's a lot of people calling him certain things and thinking he's soft and thinking that he's quitting on the team when his family's flying in for the games and the game he didn't even come down the hill for. He's back in the back room watching the game with his parents on TV and he, I was talking to BMAC today like and he was and he was like if if Jalen Daniels leaves like he's the best actor ever like 
we've said it, the new era stuff, like he loves KU and the injury stuff isn't new for him. He got hurt last year. I'm not trying to say he's injury prone, but it's not like this hasn't happened before. And yeah. before, like he's in a good spot to succeed here. You play against good teams. You play on national television. Sure, the NIL bag can maybe be big somewhere else, but to sit there and call like a 20, 21-year-old kid like soft or the P word or whatever you want to call him, I think it's crazy because he's still there supporting the guys. I know he didn't travel to Ames, but it really legit sounds like his back has gotten worse. Back problems can be tricky, but I just, I think it's tough for him, man. Like he's getting called things that he shouldn't and like he could be here next year balling out for KU and I, people will just regret some of the things they've said about him. Yeah, I 100% agree. I don't think Jalen's going anywhere. I'll say that time and time again. Lance Leipold would not let a guy that he... And I, I hate that we're even discussing that it's like a possibility. There's nothing credible that leads to anyone saying Jalen Daniels is transferring or it's even a possibility. Let's get that straight. There's nothing out there that's credible that says Jalen Daniels even considered transferring. He's hurt. It sucks for him. And it sucks even more that... KU fans and K-State fans, which is wild, like you said, are accusing him of not being hurt and actually just wanting to transfer. He could have just left already. Like, I don't even understand. It's just wild. It's all so wild, and it sucks for Jalen because, like you said, he's like the face of this rebuild. He's the face of the new era. He's the guy screaming it in the camera, and he's going to come back next year, and we're going to be a preseason top 25 team, and we're going to have an electric year because of how much BS we've had to put up with this year. We're going to be really good. And, uh, yeah, that's all I want to say about Jalen. But it is it is so stupid, the stuff that's being said online about that dude. And I feel for him, but let's go beat Casey. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a lot to say about that thing, but I'm going to try and hold my tongue go as much ahead. as I can. Yeah. Um, well, it's just like the hypocrisy from that fan base is just so insane. It's like they've been on Vern and Bry's asses so much for getting like minute things wrong. And they just ignore all these big things like that they get right. Like they get so much right and they're just like, oh, rumbling. No, who, who cares about one guy saying something? This isn't news. No one credible saying this. And then one of their paid beat reporters, not going to name names. Paid B reporters, the only person on earth to say that there are transfer rumblings out there is him. And they take it as gospel. And they're like, oh, well, he can't be wrong. He no right. one else is saying it, but he's our guy. He's he's a K-State guy. He's our guy. I know, Nick. That's why I'm trying to stay calm. Not doing a very good job. But it's like, it just bothers me. Like, it's so annoying, just everything they do and everything they say. And I'm not saying KU doesn't have annoying fans. KU's up there for the most annoying fan base. I will absolutely roast, say that right We just now. roasted them talking in our basketball episode. Like, yeah, yeah. like yeah. we we suck probably just as much. And we have we see it with red and blue glasses on. They see it with purple glasses on. But, like, there are just some things that they say and some of the – maybe I just see it more because KU people respond to it. But it feels like the trolls from K-State Twitter are 10 to 1 outnumbering KU in terms of, like, stupid jokes, dumb rumors, like starting up talking shit about things that have nothing to, like fans should not care about 
stadium budget. Like, why are, why is that an argument on Twitter, Kelly in Vegas? Like, it's every time I see a tweet about KU or K State, it's a K State bot account without a fucking, they're anonymous and they're just starting up shit. It's just like, they're so insufferable. And that's why I'm like so sad about this episode because genuinely, I don't know that we can win the game, but I want to beat them so bad. It's been so long coming that they just every year a thorn in the side that you can't get rid of. And I thought yes. all year this was the year, and it's just like, in a way, and this I'm trying to explain my feelings why I'm being negative, I guess. But it's like, I don't know, man. I, I'm feeling yeah, low. It's creating so you're much emotion. Out of you. this whole episode, I love it. I love it. You just got to keep poking, and he'll come. I out. just, I really can't imagine myself like living in a world where I care about another university outside of Kansas like they do about us. Like it, everything we do, like. The Arterio stuff. I don't even like saying his name, but the Arterio stuff. They're That's just all day for months. Like they just they care about our athletes. So they they're all over the JD stuff all day for like months now. And they yeah they claim that the beat writer that you were talking about is just right. Like he's he's already right. Like this has happened. He signed his papers. He's gone. And kind of how like I sum up K State fans is that they sit there all season and dog on me. Vern and Bry for giving away free tickets to games. So they sat there for decades for making fun of Kansas fans for not going to the games. And now we're getting tickets to like the families and taking times out of like you. I'm sure you guys have done it too. Plenty of KU fans have like some people can't travel hours and they got Saturdays where their kids are playing in games or they had a high school game that Friday night. So they want their tickets to go to a KU fan. Like what in the hell is wrong with that? K-State's assistant basketball coach just tonight said retweet um if you have t- retweet this if you have tickets and i'll reach out and get them our fans that's great get people in the crowd yeah. to cheer on for your team i i have no issues with k-state becoming a solid basketball program and the octagon being full like you make fun of us for our fans not coming to the games and now that we're getting tickets to people you sit there and joke and the replies like be turned you give me free tickets like Vern, i need free tickets like and then we pack the game out, fans leave early, whatever. You're still cracking jokes even after multiple sellouts last year and this year. Like, it's just, it's insufferable. We, I've said for a couple of years now, you, Rai, you've agreed. ABM, like, it's just an annoying rivalry. It's not fun. They try to call us little brother, which is psycho. Like, if KU fans did that and they owned us in the all-time series, I would make fun of our fans. And, like, their fan, like, they really, and I'm not, I, I truly, like, Twitter is not fun because especially during this time of year because of K-State fans. Like, I just can't stand getting on. I feel like I have to tweet because we run this pod and we got to talk about KU, but they make it insufferable. And I just, I... Here's some very simple advice. I don't, I'm not, I don't get any of the type of like hate and stuff you get from K-State fans at all. But word of advice, if somebody doesn't put their picture and their name next to their Twitter and they're going by Emaw. John, Emaw Mike, Manhattan Dave. I don't just block them or mute them. Like those people to me are just the like right. biggest losers in the world but, to be talking like they talk and they're hiding behind an anonymous account. It's crazy. That's all their accounts. I know it's crazy. There's like five that are like real faces. Yeah, like I bet there's like five. There's probably one dude that runs like five of those. A hundred percent at all. And I, I bet there's a KU fan that runs like 17 KU accounts. Yeah, like, there's a lot of KU anonymous like, accounts. Put your face out there, people. 
But I feel like the KU anonymous accounts are at least like fan accounts, right? Like oh, most of them are, but like, I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm going off on a tangent here. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm just fired up and um, yeah, kind of annoyed. Yeah. Right? Yep. All right. Let's, uh, let's wrap it up. Big game coming up. I'm, I'm optimistic. I think we can compete. I think it's going to be fun. I think Jason Bean, if he plays, is going to put together an all-time performance. His last time in the booth, and uh, I hope we have a fun episode. Last game ever in the booth. Yeah, we start tearing that joint down when the game's over. So, uh, Aaron Potter like, all right, rest boys. in peace to the undefeated season at home. God, oh, we right. had it. All right, all right. <laughs> we'll see you, Rock Chalk. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.